Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. BSF, Griselda, Buffalo, New York. Burden of proof is out. Benny the Butcher is here. Benny, what's good? What's up with you, OG? How you feeling? Man, I'm I'm good. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for you, man. There's this. Listen, you guys drop a lot of projects, but this one's different. Like you are clearly treating this as something different altogether. What separates Burden of Proof from the Benny we've gotten in the past? Uh, basically, <clears throat> I feel like I'm like I named it Burden of Proof because you know that's the obligation to prove one's assertion, and I feel like you know what I mean, Griselda. We got a lot of proving to do because. We came out so strong. It came out so hard that people want to know, are we going to be, are we going to be the guys to be here 10 years from now? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we got to prove that. And I feel like we are. You know what I'm saying? So I accepted the challenge. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I want everything to be everything I do is going to go up like this. I'm always going to catch the next level. And I just wanted to show the people that. You know what I mean? What what kind of conversations were there? around the the features you have on this album i mean you came out of the gate with uh with big sean lil wayne on the single um but that's not it i mean you have you have features throughout this joint and um there's sort of a different echelon in terms of uh just how how big household names they are um so what kind of conversations did you have about that and deciding to to go this way with these kinds of features uh because like <clears throat> now, Sean, we just got cool from being at the studio. You feel what I'm saying? So that was a hit boy thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Same thing with, with Nas. He's not on the album, but we did a song. You know what I'm saying? It didn't land on either one of our albums, but the chemistry was there. Same thing with Dom Kennedy. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to hit studio and these dudes who <clears throat> just they at the studio. We just kicking it and we coming up with ideas together. And uh uh, you know, Wayne, we did the Russian roulette, me and Conway, he, he told us, he, he promised us like, yo, whatever y'all ready, send me something and I'm gonna send it back. I'm a body bag. And he was a man of his word. So, you know what I mean? These, these features are all things that they're all been in the cooking, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and been people that, you know what I'm saying? Who, who we, who we kick it with, you know what I'm saying? None of them like fell out the sky and, shit. and Queen Niger, that was, I, I, you know, that thank God I made a song. I love that song. And you know what I mean? I just, that really, that one fell on my lap. Cause I was looking for so many, other artists to do it and they just they just didn't find the time to do it or whatever happened and then she came through for me with that one so so that was the one i was going to ask about that probably stands out the most because i mean you have wayne sean rick ross freddie gibbs obviously gibbs makes a lot of sense dom kennedy you could put together through hip boy and obviously he's an underground legend conway gun but yeah nigel so was she just someone you had in mind how did queen nigel come to be yeah queen nigel definitely somebody had in mind because my girl loves her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm trying. I know I'm taking my girl's advice. She didn't tell me to do it, but I'm like, okay, I need a female in a song. And I and I know like my girl blasts this Queen Niger every morning. So it's like something that they love. So I sought her out. You know what I mean? Um, that's a beautiful thing. So then I guess the most important piece here, really, we're sort of burying the lead. Let's talk about Hip Boy. I mean, Hip Boy is absolutely scorching right now. Um between the Nas album, his his work with Big Sean, and now he did this entire album, everything's kind of come at the same time. But how did you end up doing an entire project with Hip Boy, who like up until this moment, you know, he might not have been like top of mind in terms of everyone thinking he's the hottest in the game, but he's been nice for years and years. So why did this come together? Uh, <clears throat> you know, hit, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? He, he's a visionary. 
I, I want to say that he's seen all of this, you know what I'm saying, before it happened. He hit me up. He was like, yo, let's cook. And then I came out there, we cooked some shit up. I left. He's like, you should come back. Came back and cooked some shit up. Did that like two more times. Next thing you know, we was working on the album. Next thing you know, we sitting in multi-million dollar meetings over the album. You know what I'm saying? We had we got we got something just by him reaching out to me and putting something together that had nothing to do with no labels or no managers putting us together. It was just me and him. And we filled them in. We, when we feel like we had like a, a brick on our hands. We filled them in like, yo, I need to come listen to this shit. And then everything materialized from there. Do you ever take time to think about like, I mean, obviously you've worked incredibly hard. All of you guys have, but not a lot. Not a lot of people live their dreams so thoroughly. Like there are people in the music business. There, there are people successful in the music business, but they're still frustrated because they're not making exactly what they want to make. And, and, or they are making what they want to make, but they're not particularly successful. You guys are, you're making exactly what you want to make and you're successful. Do you ever stop and go like, yo, what did I do? What did I figure out about the matrix to get to do it just the way I wanted to? Every, every 10 seconds, man, <laughs> every 10 seconds. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Cause this shit was such a, it was such a, a difficult puzzle to put together for a lot of years. And then in the last couple of years, it just everything is all figured out. Everything that I that I didn't know how to do is just a phone call away. I know that comes with the fame and it comes with the money and where we at right now. But, you know, we work for that. So, you know, that counts still. So, you know what I mean, I, I, I don't know what the f we did, man. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to play my position and follow the lead of the uh, big homies. So where can you exp give us the layout in terms of your career? Because usually when I talk to you, it's usually you. It's so far. This is our first solo interview. It's always been you, Conway, and and Gun. So, in terms of your order, uh, meeting Gun and Conway and your BSF, the Black Soprano family. Take how did how did your relationships begin, and what's the order of all that? Oh well, you know those guys is my cousins. I knew them my whole life. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So. So it's always been a, on a family level. They're just actual cousins. Always so. been on a family level, like. What you see now is the evolution of what we used to do back in the day. Uh, they used to go to the studio back in the day and bring me along with them. And they was like, oh, you rap? You, man, you don't rap. Ah. Other niggas around there used to be. And they used to be like, nah, he rap. You know what I mean? I was low cuz. Even before that, it started from, from the tape recorder in the, in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? I'm beatbox beatboxing and they rapping. You know what I'm saying? They, I was so young and they didn't give me a chance to rap. Uh, so that evolved into this today so and was con was con was was sheen gun the first rapper of all of everyone rapping no no i would have to say i would have to say i would have to say either it was either con or wes okay wes, you know what i'm saying i want to say i want to say conway you know what i mean I'm but all in the same general time that they were picking up the pad and the mic right this is the thing wes Conway and Sheen Gun are all like the same age. Right. Three years younger than them. So got it. Family, I'm just doing what they doing. Like they had to hang with me by default. You got to take your younger cousin with you because we got younger kids in our family. But I was too old to hang with the younger, younger kids. Got it. I was a little bit too young to hang with them, but I was like tossed with them. You know, OK, got it. Got it. Even times they didn't want to take me. I was right. You know what I'm saying? So I remember that. And there's a lot of times they didn't want to take me. So. <laughs> Were you always called Benny in the family too? Was has that always been your your name? My middle name, my family name is Moan, M-O-N-E. My middle name is Damone. I never even said that on camera before. You know what I'm saying? So if if 
people don't call me Benny or Chains. They're calling me Moan. You know what I'm saying? That's what my family calls me, Moan. Wow. Okay, so you're... So you as the kid, you're getting tossed in with, with those guys. They start rapping. And how quickly did you realize you were actually pretty good at this thing, maybe as good as they are? Uh, okay, when I, I moved to Atlanta for a while, then I came back when I was 14. And then when I came back, I was confident enough to rap around them. You know what I mean? Because I've been rapping, but I never rapped around them because they were so nice. I didn't want to, you know what I mean? I didn't want them to say, man, get the hell out of here. So I, wait, I, made, I wait, waited till I was... I was nice with it. So from about 14 and then, you know, from 14 to all the way to maybe like 19, you know, I'm rapping, I'm following, I'm tagging them along, but now I probably like started my own when I was like uh, 19, 20, you know what I'm saying? And the black soprano family came. I went, I was in prison one time and it was back and forth going through this shit. I started black soprano family in 2012. And that's just the same people who've been around me, the same people who've been around Wes, who've been around Khan, who've been around, Griselda or street entertainment. That's what we was called before Griselda. Those are the same dudes. You know what I'm saying? It just so happens West going to jail, Conway going to jail. I'm going to jail. It's like, so sometimes I find myself out in the streets with none of them. So I just do my own. I, I'm naming it Black Soprano family. You know what I'm saying? That's how, that's how basically West started Griselda because we was all street entertainment, but we are in and out of jail. He probably found himself in Atlanta by himself and Conway shot up i just came home so he like and i got to do something on my own so that's how that started but we always were together so i'm pretty sure when he got everything off the ground he like benny come back over here let's you know what i'm saying i got you. so so bsf is not the kind of thing like sometimes you have artists in a label then they go out and find their own that's not what bsf is y'all they were always right there amongst always you. right there always uh conway and uh rick high they got their own relationship you know what i'm saying they got their own relationship a lot of people don't know like those dudes probably even closer. Rick Hyde and Conway probably even closer than me and Rick Hyde is. Wow. Uh, Rick Hyde recorded Dr. Birds for what was Shane going to do? You know what I'm saying? So, like, these are dudes who play a part. They, you know what I mean? Like, we all came up together. You feel what I'm saying? It's just that Wes made his move and grabbed me and Conway. And, you know, it was my responsibility to, you know what I mean? I made my move. I'm going to grab the rest. You know what I'm saying? Grab everybody else. All right, let's let's play a couple of joints off Burden of Proof right now. When we come back, I want to ask you about the late great DJ Shea and and talk more about the album. Benny the Butcher is here. It's a special night. It's real late on Hot 97. Let's go. Rosenberg. 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 I do this for suffering children and checks from government buildings. A dope boy who made a check from other than dealing. What a good feeling when they know you one in a million. The feds bury half of my under the building don't judge my life now because i've been mad stressed on tour with the locks and had a project address before this rap all my direct assets came from high-risk hazards you know pyrex glasses a long way to the prezi from the timex classic i got lines from a year ago that y'all just catching i thought smaller than i grew got to find out it was true money changed the people around quicker than it changed you you know what big said i'm good long as the kids fed how stole dirt on your name and then beg no we don't feel sorry for get bread because for them california kings we slept in the twin bed us a king to a god i'm gonna live forever feet on the ground a hundred in the ceiling i'm the last of this breed you won't last in these streets long if you only hustle drug dealing what's a king to a god i'm gonna live forever i'm gonna live forever this fuck rich you get a roly too because if i'm up 
gon' shine together. I do this for my young. More precious than the moon is to the sun. I got more weapons than I'll ever need. I shoot you with each one. Talking now to Medellin. My straight out the magazine. You drowning in the fire while I'm snorkeling in the gasoline. Steady diet of heavy drugs. Roller push you like Pirelli tires on Chevy trucks. But still look good, yeah. They got every eye on each one of us. Go look here, I come catch your on career day And in your career, I got pistols I just clean I've been trying to get dirty with you I got on my team, they ain't trying to swap jerseys with you I pop in that 30, hit you them shots from the 30 whistle Watching movies with a that wouldn't watch a commercial with you I'm higher than everyone but almighty I treat the white girl like a wifey, treat her like Aphrodite Let her God to satisfy me while I'm rolling the tidy I chop the hands off the clock, that mean I'm timeless, don't time me, I'm forever What's a king to a god? I'm gonna live forever Feet on the ground, a hundred in the ceiling I'm the last of this breed You won't last in these streets long If you only hustle drug dealing What's a king to a god? I'm gonna live forever I'm gonna live forever This fuck rich You get a rolly too Cause if I'm up We gon' shine together do this for the ones that's barely surviving Watching me living through me so I gotta stay thriving It's the privilege, not promise Dead honest cause I can't let shit live on my conscience To multiply, give it my undivided You gotta move fast, think faster Lately my life been a lot of losses and less laughter To paint the picture I can't look the same in my before and afters Honestly I probably gon' be booked till I'm on the next chapter Signed a slave deal, now I'm up on in my masters Watch me turn good into great It's first steps to everything Even taking leaps of faith Swear it's labels that's upbeat that owe me ends to them that is like G's Ain't G, grease a disease When you don't have a silver spoon You gotta eat with your hands Got walking with me when I'm alone Two sets of feet in the sand Realize you only as complete as your plan Might bleed from the hands Got body, why would I ever compare me to a man? Huh? What's a king to a god? I'm gonna live forever Feet on the ground, a hundred in the ceiling I'm the last of this breed You won't last in these streets long If you only hustle drug dealing What's a king to a god? I'm gonna live forever I'm gonna live forever. Live forever. This fuck rich. You get a rolly too, cause if I'm up, we gon' shine together. We gon' shine together. Chris Benny the Butcher is here. It's real late. It's hot 97. And um unfortunately, uh Benny, I, you know, this is a conversation now I've I've had to have, I guess this is the third time, four, third or fourth time. Um, which is the passing of DJ Shea, who was such an important piece um, for you guys running his studio in Buffalo and just the the role that he played in the, the lives of of Gunn, um, of Conway, of yourself, of Armani Caesar, of, of all you guys. Can you tell us a little bit about, about DJ Shea, what your relationship was like with him? Man, DJ Shea, everybody know, anybody will tell you this, me and DJ Shea was like this, you know what I'm saying? He was a father figure to be, uncle figure, a mentor. The the the, the formula that you see me running off uh, BSF is a lot comes a lot from Shea. Shea, I mean, basically was my partner in this shit. Uh, he, just, he just gave me the confidence, you know what I mean? He gave me the confidence. He, he, he gave me that work ethic that everybody see me with today. That come from DJ Shea coming, picking me up in the morning. Every day taking me to the studio. And I'm like, yo, bro, like, you don't got to come get me every day. He's like, yo, why? He's like, don't never sleep past 10 o'clock. He's like, what you sleeping past 10 o'clock for? Come get me just for nothing. He might even go to the studio, smoke blunts, eat food, play some shit and fall asleep. But he like, get the fuck out that bed and get out that house. And I'm just in the studio every day for years just because of DJ Shea. So even though I was in a lot of trouble, he kept me out of a lot of trouble. 
Uh, he always spoke what was on his mind to me. He gave me information about like females, like, you know what I mean? Like we was young kids. I met Shay when I was 19. He told me like ways like, yo, you should treat a female. Like, ah. So basically he just paid play so many parts of my life. You know what I'm saying? How did, how did he get to be in that role? Cause I've talked to everybody about the role that he played, but like, so he just ran this like indie studio in Buffalo. Like, was this always his calling? How did, how did Shay end up in the spot he was in? Now DJ Shay was a, uh, he was a DJ. He was like, he was like, he like 40, he, he like, I don't know, Shay was older, way older than us in his mid forties. He was a, he was a DJ from Buffalo that was like a super like talented motherfucker. So he was selling tapes, all the stories that the old New York City DJs got, he got those too. He was selling tapes in the streets when he was 14 for hundred dollars a piece to the Doughboys. So he was doing shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So he always been popular ever since he was 14, 15. He always tell a story how he got, how he got, I, I'm, I don't want to fuck the story up, how he got some techniques when he was 14 for his 14th birthday. So he one of them dudes and that materialized to him. He had a series, he had a, he had an album series called The Unsigned City because Buffalo never been signed. Nobody from Buffalo never been signed. So he, all the dope talent, all the top tier talent from Buffalo came through DJ Shea Hands. Not even if he had something to do with it, like, he met me when I was 19 and then, cause my man brought me over there. Then my man brought all of us over there. He, he brought my, my man came over there. He's like, yo, Benny crazy. My man was like, yo, I got three more West Conway. And then we all came over there. Then we been with him. You know what I'm saying? He's just responsible for so many dope, legendary Buffalo movements. You know what I'm saying? Fires producing. He, we were signed to him. He ran a label, you know what I'm saying? So the role that you have in hip hop right now, you guys occupy the lane I was just talking about. Like you get to do whatever you want. You get to make this really artistic sort of niche hip hop and be popular um, in in a real music way. Like who, who do you want to be in this game? I mean, I know obviously you guys are Griselda, you are BSF, you are Benny the Butcher, you have your own lane, but when you looked up at the greats, I know y'all love Mob Deep, um, but who else is there that you see like this is the place that you, you want to uh, continue, a legacy you want to continue in hip-hop? Mm, like, of course, man, like, when I, of course the woo. Yo, when I be seeing Ray, Yo, this is Ray be having a jewels on. He be fly as a bitch. I be like, yo, like that's how you gotta be when you hit that age. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be he, like he, everything he say. You know how everything he says is like a it's like a movie intro. It's like a skit because he be yeah. giving you the real game. His voice and the way he looking at you. You know what I'm saying? I be like, yo, this is Ray is a movie, man. I, yo, I love that nigga. Ray and Trinity. Those my, but man, all the OGs. I take something from all of them, man. You know what I mean? It's like hip hop affected me. A certain way you know what i mean i hate to be up here and sound cliche but no please bring it. it it just affected me in a certain way and i look up to all of these dudes it ain't about money it ain't about fame or nothing like if i can learn something from you i could from from g-rap all the way to uh to the to the mob all the way you know we was out there in wyoming with yay you know what i'm saying and, and, and i'm just sitting back learning i'm absorbing everything you know what i mean and, and i just appreciate being a part of this this thing of ours called hip hop because you know what i'm saying this is I, i'm i get emotional about this because a lot of people I, I i was dead broke not doing nothing not even in the game watching niggas disrespect the art of hip hop you know what i'm saying i never like that i never i that never sat what do you what do you see as disrespect for the art of hip hop uh when you when you don't want to when you don't want to uh honor what came before you or when you when you come and act like you brought more when you gave hip hop more than it gave you. Uh, when you when you act like you don't gotta like 
it should be rules in it. You, you feel what I'm saying? It shouldn't be like concrete rules, like you can't do this or you can't go here. But you know what I'm saying? Hip hop need, needs to be an institution where we got where we got uh, you know what I mean? Where we got people like a a panel, like you know how the NFL got the NFL Players Association and shit. Like we need something like that in hip hop for 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 a multitude of reasons. Like nobody nobody gave us no financial literacy, literacy classes or nothing like that. Like we we poor niggas from the hood with a, with a ton of money. You feel what I'm saying? It's like we need to we need to like strengthen this more from the core you know what i'm saying and, and when people disrespect it like they the best thing that ever happened in hip-hop they're like that that's bullshit to me so like you've gotten to be around guys who have made it as high as humanly possible um in marshall and in hove um and kanye too though he is a different kind of cat there's no way around it particularly right now but hove and, and m both have such crazy respect for hip-hop like and were you were you able with either of those guys to have conversations um with them about like actually just the culture because they're both such culture cats mm -hmm. well hove with hove definitely you know what i'm saying and, and and i think i think even em though even though me and em ain't get to kick it about that i, I kind of feel like they sense that with us you feel what i'm saying and that probably led to them doing business with us or just whatever. I probably, I feel like they can feel that. But me and Ho definitely kicked it about hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, um, he cares about it, man, like in a really deep way. And I'm glad you said that because, you know, ultimately that is a really important role for you guys because without, you know, without cats out there who are successful and doing real-ish, um, it, it can die. Like, that that's why that's why people like myself I've had moments where I've alienated people because I've gotten defensive and yes I understand I'm not the perfect vehicle to have the voice you know what I'm saying it, it really shouldn't be me it can't be me it can't be a white media guy who's saying no these aren't the rules that's not my job but I have learned enough to have these moments where you see things you're like this is a violation this this isn't what what the, what the game was supposed to be so by you guys existing and being successful you're able to sort of show that there's a way to do this about the art. You don't have to chase bags as the only, like chasing bags should not be the only reason that you get into this art form. It could be a reason for sure. But if you're not bringing something new, um, yeah, then then to your point, you're t that's a culture vulture. You are taking more than you are giving. Exactly, you know what I mean? And I, I, never, I never appreciated that. And I just feel like, when, when when the way when somebody's moving in, in a positive way, showing you how to do it, I just hope I just hope people pay attention to that, not just pay attention to the end result, not just pay attention. You know what I mean? With this shit on my neck, you know what I mean? I tell people all the time, they be like, "You got this big ass chain." I'm like, "Man, Wes gave me this. I ain't buy this." Shit. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Don't look at the end result. Well, you know what's funny too about the chains is that I could be wrong. This could just be my nerdy, you know, hip hop tendency. I've always seen your guys OD chains in their own way, is not, in, in your own way, is not being about money, but actually about being homage to hip hop. That's how I've always kind of seen it. Exactly, exactly. That's the dookie rope old school hip hop-ish to me. Exactly, loading up like Slick Rick and them boys, you know what I'm saying? Because we looked up to them boys, you know what I'm saying? You see, he got Slick Rick on his album, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Twice! He could have got anybody, you feel what I'm saying? He could have got anybody, literally for his album he went to go get slick rick you feel what i'm saying and, you know we just love hip-hop and it's been good to us um hey listen man i'm uh i'm grateful for the music you guys are doing i don't know if you're ever in new york on a sunday but on sunday night if you were to turn on my show it's so much griselda playing on from midnight to two 
I mean, the amount of, of, of butcher coming and boom, boom, booms that you're hearing on any given Sunday is crazy. So you guys really helped inspire me, honestly, get more passionate about my show again. Um, sometimes the game needs like a, a, a certain level of energy injected into it. Um, because we went for a while where like, you know, I'm not saying there weren't cats putting down underground work. Like, let's be clear that the Freddie Gibbs, the Rock Marcy's, the Brownsville Kaz, there have been people putting in work for sure. But you guys definitely injected some energy that I think the game needed. So um, grateful to you guys as well. Burden of Proof is out now. Benny, thank you, my guy. Go get it. Go get it. Yo, I love I, I love what we did with that. And I'm just blessed to be here. Feet in the Griselda momentum. And this is what we do, man. The butcher coming. I love it. Appreciate you, bro.